0: The NI Golf Podcast with Paul Kelly and Morris J. It certainly is. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be listening to the NI Golf Podcast episode 54. 54. Uh, well, PK has been speaking to Dundog's Brendan Lawler, who has earned himself a place at the Emirates Australian Open. We have our usual pro and amateur roundups. And we look ahead to the Ryder Cup and select our starting eight players to compete in the opening session of the four balls what's going to happen what's it going to be like all will be revealed on this evening's podcast get the best prices on every round of golf with Hot Deals Tea Times exclusively from Golf Now available at more than 1600 golf clubs throughout the UK and Ireland Hot Deals save you up to 80% on thousands of tea times daily find the flame and save every time you play with Hot Deals only from Golf Now But, before we go any further, we have to address the issue of the Writer Cup, which is much more important than the other one that's coming up soon. This year's Writer Cup, the annual battle between good and bad, or otherwise known as the media from the north and the media from the south, saw the journalists from ROI and NI play at Ardglass and Warren Point with an overnight stay at the Sleeve Donard Hotel, which was very lovely. Unfortunately for us, Team NI bidding for four in a row were thwarted by their neighbours was it not three in a row I think it was four in did, did you just make that up no it was four in a row I'm telling you I'm no telling it was you. three it was definitely four,
1: in it it word four? Word for,
0: yeah yeah <laughs> I thought it was three. See how much my mine was in the game? <laughs> uh, bidding for four in a row. Uh, however, our southern neighbours won overall 7-5. and Rasa-fraza-rasa-fraza. <laughs> however, it has since emerged that there was some interference from an outside agency. Indeed, Morris. Stewart's Just took a inquiry. wee bit of
1: sleuthing, Stuart's Inquiry. So not long after he returned home, defeated and <laughs> devastated, news filtered through that Team ROA enlisted the support and advice of one Point member and leading Irish amateur, Colin Campbell Jr.
0: Colin!
1: Would you believe it? Oh, come on, referee. So, Colin was offering the ORA boys advice on how to play the back nine more. That's that's a shocker. And, like, as we all know, the back nine was decisive. Look at the support we've
0: given him on the podcast over the years. And Imagine
1: stabbed us in the back.
0: Et tu, Brute. Et tu, it. Campbell. Can't believe it. <laughs> uh, now, we don't want to be accused of sour grapes or anything, but clearly this news leaves the whole result under a cloud. Uh, we have made Tourism NI aware, and I think ROI Captain Irish Sun Editor, Cal Dervin will be forced to address the matter publicly. So this is a public calling for Mr. Cal Dervin to give a public statement as to well, what happened? Handing, handing the cup back. I think it's disgraceful. Well, it, it wouldn't was, happen it, Mart. It, it wouldn't happen anywhere else. No, well it, it was a great two days. It was as usual. It was as usual. It's uh, it art uh, glass was uh, lifted up to this day. Fantastic, isn't it? Fantastic condition. That, now we played our glass earlier in the year
1: with the Press golf society yep. and a lot of the bunkers and all that that put in over the winter weren't in
0: play that's right they were then last but week they were last week <laughs> now, I have to say I didn't visit one Oh, <laughs> gee, lucky unbelievably I was too <laughs> far right to visit uh, maybe bunkers on a different fairway <laughs> but certainly not the bunkers you it know. was in a
1: lovely condition now
0: fair play to everybody up
1: there Paul Vaughan and the team have done a great job as we've often said yeah, yeah. but you know just to see how the courses come on and they've got more plans in place now for next year Paul was saying they're yeah. working again the agronomists down everything we were yeah. There, but Warren Pointed. You ever played Warren Point before?
0: Haven't played, but just on, on the subject of our glass, the yeah. two chaps that I was playing, which is uh, Eddie Coffee from the Mail, Mail, and uh, Daily Star Owen Murphy. Yep, they had never played our glass before. Okay, and virtually every single corner they turned, it was like. Wow. Unbelievable. Get wow. the camera out. Wow. This is unreal. And Owen said it was the nicest course he'd ever walked in Ireland. That's right. He loved it. He absolutely it. raved yeah. about it. Yeah. But then you just gave him a
1: good hammering. So at the very least, again. Well,
0: <coughs> No, to be fair, we didn't give him a good hammering. We beat them on the 18th with a 25 oh. foot birdie putt. Oh, so it was tight enough. <laughs> <laughs> so you can afford to be a big man on it then. Yeah, so that was the force. I've yeah. okay. no, never played Warren Point. Yeah. And what a pretty course. Exactly. What a pretty course. And greens that are running smooth. Yeah. Whoa. Great, great greens. And it was actually very strange uh, at the start of the, the course because it's, it's an interesting layout. Yeah, Because yeah. it starts par 5, par 3, par 5, par 5. So it's a good warm up. <laughs> <laughs> For you boys, you like to open your shoulders and uh,
1: let it out of there. Uh, but it's it's a tight course, three lines, a um, lot of sort of dog legs. There's not enough awful lot of rooms that have had to fit it in around the, the natural and
0: hollows. The school. back line is very pretty and it's very tight. Exactly. And okay, there's a couple of short par 4s, mm-hmm. right? Where, you know, you should be putting your driver away. Mm, it, but of course you don't. And you try and drive the green. And you try and fly in a big high cut and land it <laughs> softly on the green at 270 <laughs> yards out. I love short par 4s. it kicks off the back. <coughs> um, but yeah, so the, that I mean, that back nine was lovely. Yeah. Really, really nice. It's a nice golf course. It's a nice, it really is. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, um, I um, would go down and play it like at a drop of a hat. Yeah,
1: And am very, very... Uh, in terms of price very competitive uh-huh. and um, you know as you say it's handy enough it's along the main road there between Newry and Warren Point um, and they do a lot of opens for people who are fancy going down to play it a bit like our glass so do a lot of weekend opens as well I
0: would really really love to play a course again and if the weather because we had a wee bit of rain yeah. it was fairly a wee yeah. bit windy um, and now you know the course because exactly. you, you really do have to know especially that back line you really mm-hmm. have to kind of because there's some, a couple of blind holes blind tee shots definitely and come, some of the ones that sort of if you aim at two Far right or way down a slope, uh-huh. oh, the and the other you're way trouble. the other way they're in trees. So yeah. it's, it's, it's tight enough. It, I believe
1: that it was those particular points, Morris, that you're mentioning. Put away the driver that Colin Campbell was advising the Orway boys. Oh, did he say that to no, you? He didn't say that to me. Did he, he, he didn't say, say that
0: to me either. Did he say to any of our team? Well, haven't heard.
1: From, all I've heard <laughs> is that some of the Orway boys thanking him publicly on Twitter. Is this like a GUI matter? Could we? Could be escalated. We might this? have to. We might have to go above his head. However, however, the anti golf cup, the anti golf uh, tourism event, the Ryder Cup, going from strength to strength. Nine of them so far. Tenth next year. Tenth next year, big like tenth. Can't wait, wait for it. it. It's going to be good.
0: Uh, so thanks to everyone involved, the, the team down south, well yeah. done. Our team, well done. No, we didn't do it. And of course, tourism and I and the hosting golf clubs Take this clubs, year, yeah. which were fantastic. Thank you very much indeed. Andrew Morris Golf now offers 12 months interest-free credit on everything bought online and in-store. New golf clubs or that electric trolley you've been dreaming of for as little as £30 per month. Drive the extra mile to drive away happy. Check out andrewmorrisgolf.com for full terms and conditions. Andrew Morris Golf on the web and at Laganview Golf Centre Lambeg.
1: Now, the Ryder Cup is barely two weeks away. Is it? It is. You wouldn't know it, would you? The, oh, the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup. Oh, the Cup. less important one. Yeah, the one that nobody okay. cares about. All right. Yeah. And rather than go over the whole why and why nuts and who should have been selected for the Ryder Cup and why Sergio got the know it instead of Rafa, for example, uh, we've tried to sort of identify the pairings that are going to go forward. Morris J. is going to play the part of Thomas Bjorn. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play the part of Jim Furick. and we're going That's to like try weird windy swing yeah so we're going to try and identify the first groups for the four balls right now as we know it'll be hard to know that up until near the time they'll decide whether it's four balls or four swims, but play along with us here we're pretending it's four balls okay so who goes first you go first
0: on the tee from Northern Ireland Ronnie McElroy. alright well, obviously <laughs> <laughs> playing with who MJ on the tea from somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know the town he lives in. Molinari! Interesting. Interesting. Why are you going for those two? Molinari is in form, uh, playing extremely well. Rory, first and second in the open, they were. I just think it's a very strong partnership to kick off with. Rory's got the experience, Molinari's in form. Just get out there. Get the get the current stars out and go for it. Well, I'll tell you who they're up against. Go on. Representing the USA. Can I just say I do that better?
1: <laughs> Can you do it better? <laughs> representing the U- USA. Representing the U- United States of America. Brooks Kepka. Right. And Dustin Johnson. Oh,
0: how boring and predictable. <laughs>
1: they're going to shoot the lights out. Four balls. Birdies, 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 boy. birdies. Mm. Birdies, birdies
0: big hitters big
1: hitters
0: keeping but them you play. don't have to be a big hitter around Paris tell you tell don't you, have to be straight to you're Fairway. already terrified you're no. already terrified see I thought you were going to say something interesting like Tiger and Phil no never happen again get after the, the, get last the time. stars out there never again look what happened the last time Phil apart the fact that you know Tiger's been beaten 17 times in there's Ryder Cup career and Phil's been beaten 20 times go on take a punt no you see that's the thing you think I don't know these stats
1: you've been doing all your homework but I know I know you can't pour the Two together, uh, two big eagles. Who's next up? Big MJ. All right. Sorry, TJ Tate Thomas.
0: On the tee from
1: somewhere in southern England, Justin the Rose. Obviously enough. the were number one. Could not have him out playing with. On the tee from Spain, John Ram oh well, that's a bit weird uh, why I'd have thought you'd have gone automatically with
0: the p- natural pairing of Stenson and them. no you're splitting it up yeah split splitting no, it up go for it. They've, done it they've done it before they've done it well before No, it's time to have the experience with the rookie and a bit of you know get a bit of pairing from the rookie get okay. a bit of experience and you know steadiness from Rose I like that have you got any stats to, to back that one up uh
1: no no, no, no you no. just well, gone that's a gut, a gut instinct well
0: job. Rose apart from that Rose has more more wins than he has Losses. You can't argue that. He's so a he's, top currently on, he's currently on 11 6 six two. Very good. So you know 11, 11 wins six draws, uh, six losses and two wins, two and draws. Jo-
1: and John Rahm needs somebody to nurse him through a wee bit. Exactly. And you're obviously not picking Sergio to do that. No. Well, on the tee, I kind know what you're going to say. Hey, you're going to say Justin Thomas and Webb Simpson. No. All right, I'm going to say Reed and Spieth oh no <laughs> oh, yes yes oh, tried and no. tested tried and tested no not not yeah, well okay. tried and tested okay, right played a couple of played together yes. a number of times great record paired together enjoy playing with each other pity they're playing crap uh, at the p- minute uh, i no, pen- I definitely take them over your two in that case no definitely
0: not <laughs> definitely not ok Reid will fire it up a wee bit he's going to be fired up and it's get feisty. Spieth- fired up no he's not dealing with
1: the pressure at the minute you'd think he's not got it I no, disagree, disagree. 100% What's a your second parent oh big
0: I think it's a big move a big move. Go for it on the tee On the tee from somewhere in England. <laughs> the grandmaster of the Ryder Cup, Mr Ian Poulter. Oh,
1: oh don't like that. Why? Well, Ian Poulter. He's, he's in form? He was in form. He's I think in he's form going the other direction. Oh he's what one bad round. Uh, I don't know. Go on who Heard you with with? another
0: rookie, the guy with the hair, Tommy Fleetwood actually uh, that's quite a good pair. two Englishmen two yeah, Englishmen Poulter with a fire in his belly yeah. Fleetwood who can absolutely rip it to shreds whenever he he's is. on
1: form What? A pl- that's quite a good and he's perm. not far off I'm and not well sure. What,
0: what, what dummies is he playing on your team well this is I'm,
1: I'm not that happy about this now because he's playing against Thomas and Fowler see that's a tight I, mm. I, in some respects the only thing I would say against that from the US point of view hey man they're both very experienced
0: yeah the, the Fowler, is very expe- Fowler is experienced in getting beat uh, you got his record I do as well. of course go for it two wins four losses and five draws I uh,
1: can't have putt you uh, rookie Mr. Thomas Thomas I think is just a class act a class act but yeah, uh, to be honest with you it's I've all going that one then, have I will give you that one and I'm winning the one before as well no, I don't know. I'm not no. so sure about Reed and Spieth. You're going to lose the first one, obviously, because the boys are going to bomb, aren't they?
0: Well, um, six wins and five losses for Dustin. Six wins and five losses? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Who was that other balloon without, with that? Brooks. Brooks. He's only played, was he played he once? Hasn't played oh, he hasn't played. He played once, once played three things. wins, one yeah. loss. So his, his record is pretty good. He's a good okay. player. Right, finally, Marce. Okay, you see... Thomas, come on. You see, I'm, I'm in two minds whether to put out these two or put out those two no you have got to pick you can't choose can't choose midway through let's go bite the bullet that's okay. what you get paid the big bucks for okay then I'm going to go with <laughs> on the tee from somewhere in England <laughs> but living in America Paul Casey going for the experience again going for the experience again <laughs> although not that much experience given well, that he you hasn't you know? played in yeah, 10 years, years or something yeah uh, paired with On the tee From Some Scandinavian place Olsson. Oh, that's a big move It was either him or Noran Actually
2: On the no, tee
0: No 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 You can't That's what I'm saying I couldn't make up my mind Whether to go Noron Garcia Or Casey Ollison Or mix them all around so on the tee from Sweden or whatever, yeah. Alex Norton. I
1: think you're giving an awful lot of your rookies a wee goal for stuff, aren't you? I am. They're all out. Well, four of them are out, yeah. That's a brave bid. Well, they're playing against, I think this could be a top team. Big Phil Mickelson and Tony Finau. Ooh. Birdie machine. Yes, yeah, experience and Experience rookie. and a birdie machine. What do you think? Uh,
0: experience and losing again. No, don't More losses than wins. Of course, he's played so often. That doesn't count. <laughs> if you're losing. He
1: played during all those periods where the US team was if getting hammered. If he's losing. Well, that's... cool. on. What's his record? What's Phil's record? 18
0: wins, 20 losses, 7 draws. Can you work out if he's better at four balls or foursomes? Have you got that I stand? haven't got that far.
1: Oh, either. thank God no, for that.
0: This took me about two hours to do some of this stuff <laughs> this morning. Could so, in terms
1: of an overall, Morris, sir... Yes. What do you think if you were if you'd got that if you'd rocked up
0: uh, as Do You know Thomas. what? Just as from what you've said and from what I've said, I'm gonna say that it'll be three-one to the United States based on that first series of no, four books. no Two and a half, one and a half.
1: who would you fancy to get the one and a half for you for Europe
0: uh, the half I'm going to say well, I can't remember your your, your parents again but right, I would Brooks say Brooks and Johnson Reed yeah. and Spieth, Thomas and Fowler Fino okay, and Reid Mickelson and is our win so that's Rose and Ram are going to beat reading and <laughs> right <laughs> um i am yeah. going to go with Rory getting the half. Okay. With Molinari right, against Dustin the big, the, the and big Brooks guns, Ketka. the. Big guns, yeah, guns yeah. there. Uh huh. And then the other two, yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. I, Although, I fancy Fleawood and Poulter. Do you? We're talking like this is the actual pair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, can you imagine the discussions they're all having at the same time? And you rock up the Ryder right Cup and everybody's playing well. That's the sort of thing you, you would like. But who do you think is going to win overall? Honestly.
0: you <coughs> know what? Up. I, up until today, everyone's talking about the Americans and they've got a stronger team and they're more informed and blah, blah, blah. And then just just looking at the numbers, just looking at the stats, I did a wee bit of crunching. And I'm thinking it's not as cut and dried as people might think. Right. And I'll tell you for, I'll tell you for why. For why? Here's for why. Um, In terms of the current teams as they stand for 2018, right, there's uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 players have uh, played before for Europe. Mm -hmm. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 for America, right? Mm -hmm. (coughs) Is that right? Could be, yes. I think it is. Um, The total wins for the people who have played for Europe, 61. Okay. The total losses for the people who have played for Europe thus far, 39, which gives them a winning percentage of 61%. God, you really love the stat. I do. The the total winnings for the American team are 57, which is still pretty close to 61, but not quite as good. However, their losses are 61, which gives them a winning percentage of 48%, or a losing percentage of 52%. That's a good way of (laughs) looking at it. Right? Okay. Uh, So I thought that was interesting. So... Whenever you get rid of the the old boys. Yes. Because when you look at Tiger and Phil, they've played 70,000 times. They've been playing since Tom Morris was playing. And you can't imagine them playing
1: all five (coughs) sessions. Any longer? No.
0: Right? So if you get rid of, if you get rid of, what it, what it did was, I had a look at it from 2010 onwards. Because uh-huh. basically half of the, most of these teams weren't even playing in the Ryder Cup. That's right. You know, prior, there was a few, like, obviously. Yeah. So there was Garcia was there, obviously. Uh, Casey played in a couple P- of the early yeah. ones. Polder played. Polder. yeah. yeah. Uh, Justin Rose played a couple. Yeah. Right? So if you get rid of the ones who have played uh, prior to 2010 and just looked at their record from 2010 onwards. Yeah. Right? it's a bit closer okay so Europe have a 58% win rate since 2010 compared to America's 53% so it's a lot closer if you look at it from 2010 but regardless of which way you've tried to measure up Europe's better in both occasions that you come up with your stats sir but here's here's an even more interesting one right so what I did was I took the aggregate of (laughs) here's such an honor I know (laughs) I took the aggregate of uh, wins versus losses. Okay. So in other words, um, so basically going, okay, how many times have they won minus how many times they've lost? And it gives you an aggregate figure, right? So in order of how well they have actually done at the Ryder Cup in their careers in terms of wins versus loses on aggregate. Yes. By far, the two most successful players are... And Garcia oh. with an aggregate of plus eight. Right. right. The best two uh, Americans are, who do you think? Reed. Correct. And um, Space. Kapka. Oh. Mm hmm. That's Reed. interesting about Poulter now uh-huh. and so, Garcia. Uh-huh. Polter and Garcia both on plus eight. Right? Yeah. Reid and Kapka yeah. plus five and plus two. So yeah. if you based your pairings on, on this, it would be yeah. interesting as well, right? But the question is, that's
1: based on previous form, not current form.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. based on Ryder Cup history. So yeah. it's based on their performance in the Ryder, Ryder Cup, Cup, right? Yeah. The next pairing would be Justin Rose uh-huh. with plus five aggregate. Great. Great. And Rory. Plus three, right? Yeah. Versus up, up. Dustin Johnson, plus one. Yeah. Jordan Spieth, plus one. That's a good team right? as well. Next pairing on their past history: Paul Casey on one uh-huh. aggregate win. Stenson level.
1: Stanton's only level
0: yeah yeah <laughs> unless my mouse is out the window yeah. and it could possibly be but I put it up on Twitter earlier on today yeah. and nobody's yet argued with it so I think you know, <laughs> either they couldn't be arsed <laughs> or exactly <laughs> yeah. right. yeah. and he, they would be up against oh. Simpson Webb Simpson with an aggregate score of minus one so he's got one more loss than he does win and Fowler who has two more losses than he does wins so he's on minus two right so that was a far there sorry about that <laughs> And then the final player for Europe to have a record is Molinari. Right. Because he played it maybe once, was it? I think he only played. though no, he played twice. Twice, was it? He played at Medina and he played at Celtic Manor. Well, he's on minus three, so okay. his, his record's not great. See the way I just knew that off the top of my head. He's on minus three and he would be up against Phil, minus two, and one of our rookies and Tiger, minus four. So you, Phil and Tiger together. Phil and Tiger together. They are minus six. They've lost six times more than they've won. so yeah. and then Bubba is last. He's the bottom of the pile. Yeah, minus five. Oh, pure Bubba. Oh, pure. But isn't that Bubba. an interesting thing, right? And what if you add all those together? Then Europe have got plus twenty-two aggregate wins compared to America's minus five. So the Europeans are winning winninger. The winning is well, and you know, obviously they've won more times. Yes, which, but it does. It's not quite as simple as that. Yeah. Because this is the current team, based on their rider previous 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 history, history. right? So it's not you know because there's obviously a lot more players in there who aren't playing this year, and that would. But this is the current team, and their history and their aggregate and how they. I thought that was an interesting number. So the bottom. I still I still haven't answered my question.
1: What? Who's going to win? Uh, Based you know on what? all your stats.
0: Do you know what? I am going to. Uh, up until today, I was probably thinking America because just the
2: phone.
0: I'm going to switch it round and I'm going to say it's going to be fairly close. Uh, there'll probably be a, maybe a one and a half or two point deficit, but I'm going to go Europe. Very good. I'm gonna well, go
1: I, I'm going to follow the tribe and go <laughs> and say, I just think the USA are too powerful. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I can't wait for it. It's always a brilliant time of the oh, year class. to see the Ryder Cup and the crowds. And do you see some of the pictures of that first grandstand behind oh, the first day? seventeen
0: thousand seats or something? Massive. can you imagine
1: that's going to be mental? Seventeen thousand? Oh, Mars, we'll have to get to one of those one well, of the years. Well,
0: there's uh, one of our uh, one of our Ryder Cup teams yes. heading out, and uh, we did say to him last week we'll, we'll be we'll be ringing you for some Insiderin. for some chatter <laughs> up uh, from the Ryder <laughs> Cup. So uh, we'll speak to Adam on the next on the next podcast. that will be good so. to hear. Um, uh, so yeah so that's pretty much it uh, we're looking forward to it immensely Yeah, it's going to be exciting um, it's, it's what, what what day are we now two weeks. On, I suppose just
1: over three, two weeks away we? it's less than that, not it yeah well it starts on the Friday oh I. so it's yeah so yeah, it's just on. so fantastic it's a great, I always think it's a great way to sort of bring the year to a close even though there's golf after it it kind of feels like that's a year winding up at that stage and
0: do you know what I can't wait <clears throat> till the Monday after it's finished when you text me no 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 well, well there will be that whenever I say yeah. up your up your bum but apart from that, is whenever I cancel my Sky Sports subscription. <laughs> yes, I can win! wait. At clubstohire.com, you can take all the hassle out of your golf travel and rent your clubs before you fly. Clubs to Hire offer the very latest sets from just £32 per week, including the brand new M4 clubs from TaylorMade. And Clubs to Hire have just opened three new locations in Australia. That's 26 locations worldwide. So wherever you're travelling to play golf, choose the easy option and hire your clubs at clubstohire.com. Well, on with the pro news, Mr. Kelly. Yeah, the
1: final women's major of the year, the Avian Championship, was won by Angela Stanford, who card the final round 68 to win by a shot. The 40-year-old 40, 40 American finally made her major breakthrough
0: after 76 attempts. Well, wow. yeah. Uh, staying with women's golf Stephanie Meadow finished 13th at the Murphy USA uh, El Dorado shootout which has moved her up to second on the Volvic race for the card order of merit does this look good for Stephanie or what I think it's looking really good fingers crossed don't it jinxer nope the top 10 earned their LPGA cards for 2019 and with 3 events Stephanie is looking well placed to get her goal Leona Maguire finished tie for 29th on 6 over par and Michael Hoy finished in a share
1: of 5th at the Kazakhstan Open he's having a great year yeah he collected a nice check worth about 17,000 but more importantly it's moved him up in the road to the Ras Alchemy in standings that's their order merit he's 18th and remember the top 15 earned their place on Euro Tour next year Scotland's game Johnson won the event with Gavin Moynihan finished tied for 20th. Now there's only four events remaining on a challenge tour. This week the tour has stopped in France for the Hops Open de Provence. Cormac Charvin, Garvin, Gavin Moynihan, Rory McGee, Michael Hoy and Johnny Caldwell are all in action
0: and just a quick reminder the Challenge Tour will be making a stop at Conquerwood for the Monaghan Irish Challenge that's from October 4th to October 7th it's going to be a great Challenge Tour event yeah. down at Conquer, Conquer yeah. is a great venue and they've put
1: an awful lot of work in there they've been adding checking bunkers out and changing bunkers and putting a new chipping green it been hard at work are we so. going to
0: give Conor a wee ring maybe before the event we, well, we, well, we, we should I'll have one more podcast to squeeze in before we that
1: might just get one in the week after it could be the same week actually it would be uh, good right to get
0: it. Uh, they've really been putting in the hard work down there so good luck with that and
1: the PGA Tour took a bit of a break last week ahead of this week's Tour Championship in Atlanta Bryson DeChambeau mm. you love him headlines a 30 man field that will determine the season champion as the FedEx playoffs once again wrap up in Atlanta at Lake Golf Club the new work number one Justin Rose a wee bit about Justin Rose what a legend
0: oh absolutely absolutely It you know it was probably going to happen at some stage it's just a pity yeah, he, he didn't it, do the a, win such a crappy <laughs> of all the round. people in the league 2 <laughs> And Bradley hello
1: stop oh, start play. stop start I oh, know but fair
0: play no well he's, he's knocked a wee bit of that in the head yeah. he's oh. really trying hard with that when
1: you suppose he's come back so for Bradley this case yeah. come
0: back so well from the short butter having to go to the short butter yeah and but you know he's, he's knocked a wee bit of that yippy oh, stuff oh, in the head it hard to and but
1: it, well, he's good he hits it a long ways he hits a further than people think he's you very tall, know? tall isn't he he is very yeah. tall so Justin Rose Tony Fina Tony Fina my mate Tony uh-huh. Dustin Johnson defending champion floppy ankles Justin Rose are the five players who can win 10 million end of season bonus simply by winning the Tour Championship now Rory is ranked 17th in the standings which means he's going to need some help from the others if he can win the Felix Cup and his putter went cold just oh, a wee bit oh. in the final round of the BMW Championship which was won by Keegan Bradley
0: as I you know keep telling everybody whenever uh, we, talk, we, talk, we chatted to Rory at the Irish Open mm-hmm. and the one thing that stands out in my mind which is Totally personified by this tournament because he went fantastic putter, crap putter, fantastic putter, crap putter in the four days of the That's tournament, right. right? And what he said to us at the Irish Open was, if I could putt like I did on the Thursday at the Irish Open, I would win every week. Exactly. And he's not wrong. He shoots 62 and should have been a 59. <laughs>
1: Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Right. And it's he's just, oh, Then obviously. it comes to the final round when he needs to hold him. I was, hold watch- I was
0: watching it on the Monday afternoon and my hand was turned
1: Pulling your heart. Oh,
0: hurry. like I said,
1: can you imagine? Why do you think people break golf clubs, Morris? Thirteen out of
0: fourteen greens, or something, yeah, and in the 7 and feet and eight feet, every time. S- and the back nine was just not like even hitting the hole. Seven it? birdie putts in the back nine. Oh, oh, no. oh must break his heart. Oh. Uh, so yes, his putter didn't keep in one by dare man Keegan Bradboy. Uh, Ashen Wu became the first Chinese player to win three times on the European Tour by making a birdie on the final hole to secure a one stroke victory over Chris Wood Chris Wood was pretty disappointed wasn't he was got it yeah, treat he but was gutted three the last you see for it. Uh, at the KLM Open uh, the Tour has moved on to Portugal this week for the Portugal Masters that's always a great event great I think it's a a, a great one in terms of a lot of people go from here yeah exactly From because there's it's flights from Belfast flights flight from Dublin exactly You're there, so get a lovely. bit of sun get a bit of sun play a wee bit of golf you Brilliant. can uh, Patrick Harrington who finished 5th at the KLM is in action alongside Shane Lowry, Paul Dunn and making his pro debut Robin Dawson. That's right and it's hard to imagine but the European Tour Q school is ready underway.
1: Cheaper. I know, October, September and Mount Julius Luke Donnelly and our old friend old Connors Neil O'Brien they've advanced the second stage of this qualifying school that was in Bristol last week and this week in action are Dermy McElroy and Colin Furweather over at Stoke Bain Island. Thank you very much Squire.
0: Well, I gotta say, we don't need that one, we need to do that one. Get the best prices on every round of golf with Hot Deals Tea Times exclusively from Golf Now. Available at more than 1,600 golf clubs throughout the UK and Ireland. Hot Deals save you up to 80% on thousands of tea times daily. Find the flame and save every time you play with Hot Deals only from Golf Now. Now, it's not very often that um, renowned golf journalists, such as yourself, yes. or the likes of Alan Shipnock, yes. would ever talk about my golf. No. However, today, I didn't want Alan Shipnock talking about my golf. I, I didn't expect him to tweet about my golf. It was somewhat of a surprise. I don't know why. I don't know how you saw the tweet originally, but it just shows you how weird and wonderful Twitter, Twitter is. and the internet is. Yes. Now that I will, I will share it before you, you know, go off on go, one. go off on one and give me a hard time today. Uh, listeners of the NI Golf Podcast, I had my first ever hole in one. Boo! Thank you for that. Boo. Uh, I totally agree, and I would. I actually booed myself because it. it was a shitty duff. <laughs> Of uh, a a softy Nancy boy (laughs) pitching wedge. I can't say say Nancy boy. pitch and wedge that i bit. i didn't duff it i just hit it really i didn't commit to it right okay because i was trying to my it's the sixth hole of hollywood it's about a hundred and five yards very steeply downhill to the middle of the green off the whites it's a flick it's a wee flick and i have this week sort of half pitch and wedge where i literally just dolly it down right the day before three feet stitched today i took it i just dollied it too much so it was basically just weak as water It hardly ca- carried the front bunker. It hit the down slope of the back of the bunker and it started rolling up the green, which is a sloppy green from low to high. Of the power, and it just started going towards the hole. And I started going. And then Robert, who was playing with, said, that's going to go in. That's going in. That's going in. And I put my head in my hands and said, please don't go in. Right? Looked up. Bang. Hit the pin and went in. And I went, you <laughs> I was, I was raging. I was disgusted. I Hope you're not looking any sympathy from me because you're no, not getting any sympathy. I know, but I want people to, under, you know, because I put it up on, on, Yes. Right. So they say, oh, you gotta get a photograph. Take a photograph. Yeah, yeah, I, don't a one. Photo, hold them, I don't want a photograph. It doesn't matter. It's not a real hole in one. It's a, it's a, a, a shitty duff hole in one. Where did it finish up? irrelevant it's not irrelevant if it was a Saturday in a competition fantastic quids in in the twos club bingo bongo 100 quid fine right and I'll be doing backflips yes because I don't care yes but as my father always told me your first time should be special (laughs) and it wasn't save yourself for the first time because it should be special and it wasn't special I was really disappointed
1: you must have had this built up in your head that you were going to hit high towering drawn six iron into a part three over water that would pitch and check and drop in the front, in front of a crowd of hundreds, and you would turn around and say, yes, that's me, baby. How, do, how did you know? I, you, I just know the you, way you did, are. Did you read my mind? Uh, you see... I'm of the other opinion What yardage was that hole? I would say somewhere in the region of 180 No, it was 194 <laughs> so you've already uh-huh. You've had this dream uh-huh. The rest of us the mere mortals amongst us Who are still waiting for a hole in one
0: Well, <laughs> but, I, that's the good bit
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're Still
0: waiting for a hole one I know, but it We'll take all it
1: all any that, way it comes no, it Did it re- you buy a drink? yes I had to well congratulations thank you yeah. and you got your picture taken even though you're you've oh. got a face on you like you're trying to eat Ach, it
0: was just so just a, it was crap it just was a crap shot it a crap but it doesn't shot. matter Ach, it was the hole. No, it does matter it does matter you a perfectionist I know but everyone's saying this at the club and everyone's saying to it, it doesn't matter it's in the hole it's still a wall. that's all that matters it. no it does matter in
1: years to come I, somebody's no. going to say if you had a hole in one and you're going to say <coughs> "I
0: have, yes I, no absolutely I will stand by and say I had a I, shit hole in one I doffed it and it was crap. <laughs> and I hated it and I still hate it until but I do the one the you proper, just described—the draw, <laughs> the big draw—right in front of a big crowd. Until I do that, that doesn't count as a number. Well, it's a hot no
1: sympathy here, and I hope all our listeners are the same. No sympathy for him. Thank yeah. you very much.
0: However, it's interesting that Alan Chipnock. he he said my uh, deepest sympathies or something. Alan like Chipnock, by the way,
1: is is a is a is a renowned <laughs> US-based golf journalist who has fallen out of many as a person over the last while because. It is his opinion that the USA is likely to win the next 25 Raider Cups. Well, and obviously, you know. I'm in
0: that category. Con- commenting on my golf, he clearly <laughs> knows what he's talking about. <laughs> so anyway, so that was that was today, and it was. It's uh, a bad job when you've had a hole in one and you're miserable. I know, but I've been in bad form since then. I just, I <laughs> took, it Really took the shine off <laughs> my <laughs> first <You're> number one. <laughs> I know. Just anyway. you're a strange man. Thank you. Dundalk's Brandon Lawler has been blazing a trail all summer playing in the European Disabled Golf Association events. Uh, Brandon is four foot eleven inches. Big lad. And, me and him stand together at some crack. What what is your your yardage? <laughs>
1: It, my, my particular height. Yes. And listen, traditionally I'd have said I'm four foot two, but I'm getting on now and I got measured recently at some old thing. I'm four foot one and a half and that extra
0: half inch makes all the difference. So he he's basically He's like bigger than me. He, yes. yeah, he'd be like scumbag. a Dustin Johnson and you'd be like a Rory kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Brand is <laughs> four eleven yeah. and his physical appearance uh, is the result of Ellis Van Crevel syndrome. Yeah, i have yeah, never heard of that before. a yeah. uh, bone growth disorder that leads to shorter limbs. Now the twenty one year old is preparing to fly to Sydney in november to compete in something of a world first at the emirates australian open Uh, on the same course at the same time and under the same playing conditions 12 of the world's top golfers with a disability will share the fairways with the pros competing for the australian all abilities championship at the lakes golf club paul sat down with brendan for a wee bit of a yarn
1: Lawler Lawler's possibly at the minute Ireland's most decorated disabled golfer. Uh, he's done remarkably well this year, playing his first season on the EDGA. And we're delighted to say Brenton's joined us on the podcast today. Brenton, what a year you've had so far. Um,
2: how have you found the level of golf around Europe this year? Um the level of golf around Europe this year has been phenomenal. It's. Um I I underestimated the amount of talent there would be at the very start, and that's probably why I didn't do well for my very first event. I I came I came tied fifth. Now it was it was an elite event. It was the last one of uh, of the year, 2017, and it was my first one. And I play off a of handicap too, so I think going over all oh, this will be a breeze. But the level of golf over there was ridiculous. There's people off scratch plus one. And and what they can do with a golf ball—it's you wouldn't see pros do it. it it's it's phenomenal. It's unbelievable. So you've got your eyes open, but you've also managed to adapt
1: and done well competitively. Um, How many wins, and sort of give us a a recap of your season.
2: Uh, I have three wins to date so far out of six. Um, I went to Troy then two months after my very first event, and then again it was an elite group. I I learned a lot from my very first event. I was delighted. And... In terms of your own career, Brenton, you know, give us a wee bit of background. When did you start playing golf and, uh, you know, uh, I believe you spent a bit of time at the Darren Clark Golf School? I did, yeah. Um Yeah. I never, I never actually considered myself as having a disability. So, I I played pitch and putt throughout my whole life. Pitch and putt, it's it's a par, it's like part three golf. Longest hole is seventy yards. But I won an I won an All Ireland in, in the adult grade in pitch and putt when I was um, when I was sixteen, and I won a Leinster the same year when I was sixteen. So I always had a game in my locker. So I only I only turned to golf at seventeen. I was a late starter because I never had the strength I was always that wee bit shorter in stature didn't think I'd have the strength but obviously practice makes perfect I, I practiced and practiced and I hit the ball about 260 now so I'm not much shorter than, than the average bear may say um, but um. Yes, yeah, so I started golf at seventeen, I think I got a handicap at twenty eight, as everyone would. I had something like fifty two points my first event. It was it was something ridiculous like that. So they give me a massive chop for that. I think I got down to around eleven in my first year. Then the last four years just kept nipping and tucking them off one. So yeah. So I'm delighted. I'm delighted where my game is now. I'm not really worried about handicap anymore. I'm just I'm going out to play golf and Try and enjoy it as much as I can. And you spent a couple of years up at the Darren Clark School. What did that do for you? Darren Clark School. It was fantastic. It was um, it was great crack with all the lads, obviously. And then um, the golf. It was very serious. It was you're up early. You're you you're practicing every day. There was education involved as well. and It wasn't as much as college where you're in every day. It was only it was only two days a week. And and um, Greenmount Campus where it was and the facilities there as you may know are phenomenal there's potting greens chipping greens so i i stayed over there and um a- after class you just went out with the lads like you didn't think you were practicing but you're having chipping competitions it's going to bring on your game your 24-hour facilities it was class now the big thing the big news is and
1: why i come down to speak to you was um you've been now invited to australia to play in the Emirates Australian Open um, in November, so explain a bit how you get into it first, and then you know what do you make of the whole thing?
2: Yeah, see, we were given that news in Troy at the European Championships. So my ranking was around, I think I was ranked, I think I was 18th or 19th no, in in Europe at, at that time. So I knew myself, that announcement was made, so I said, oh, no, I'm, I'm outside that top ten. It was the top ten in Europe, the top six, sorry, in Europe that went. I said to myself, oh, i haven't a hope of getting there. Yeah. But I worked really hard in my game. Then I, there was two events left. There was the Czech Republic, which there was huge points for, and there was um, Sweden. So I said to myself... Uh, uh, were they uh,
1: this year or last year?
2: This is this year. OK. So I said to myself, I need to do well... I need to pull something out of the bag here if I want to go to Australia. So I went to the Czech Republic and um, I knew I needed to shoot a low round first because there was a pro golfer there his very first event. He um, he had an accident, I think it was two years ago. He was in a permanent leg brace, but he was off plus two. So I knew he could shoot a low number. It went well for me. I, I was um, two under after eight. And on the ninth hole, I hit a hole in one. So I was four under after nine. So... When you're that, when you're going that well, you're thinking right. Just try and keep it going, keep it going. Obviously, I dropped a few, few shots, thinking of my score. I finished two under for the round, which was great shooting. It was, um, it was my best score to date on the EDJ tour. And your man, the fellow from the Czech Republic, he shot uh three over. Came to the second round and. Um, he done. He done the same. The second round, he he was three under after nine. Nine's one over, so we were all square going down the last. But then uh, I finished one over for the round, which was which was good shooting. I think he finished two over for the round, so I won that by I think five shots in the end. So I had to go out and win that. So I think that bumped me up to eighth in the world. Then I I wasn't going to go to Sweden, so I said, "Right, Dad said if you want to go to Australia, you're going to Sweden." So. <laughs> I was five shots behind after first round, which is it's a big margin, but maybe in this case it wasn't so big. And um, I started off birdie-birdie in the second round. So I said, right, let's go. It's going well. Then on nine, I pulled into the water. So I dropped a few shots coming in. I finished 2 over for the round, but I came tied second. or I came second on my own, which was enough to get me to turn third, third in Europe. So going out, knowing that I had to do well, it felt good for me to produce that and no one could do it. And finally Brant, just a wee question about raising the profile of disabled golf and disabled golf in ireland
1: it 's a bit behind we 'll we'll agree that, yeah. um, but, but sort of what you 're doing is definitely raising the profile and getting people interested and I'd, I'd like let's be honest, you and me both
2: play golf and jad it. it's a great a great of, uh, uh, opportunity for anybody to get yeah. played yeah golf's a game for everyone i think I think people just need to realize that there can be elitists in their own categories so um like there, Robin Dawson, Keelan Rafferty is a local here from Dundalk. They're, they're at the top level of their game. And I don't see myself as any different being at top level of what I'm doing either. So I think it should be looked at both ways. Um, maybe the support, you'll be there for for both both latest.
0: At clubstohire.com, you can take all the hassle out of your golf travel and rent your clubs before you fly. Clubs to Hire offer the very latest sets from just £32 per week, including the brand new M4 clubs from TaylorMade and Clubs to Hire have just opened three new locations in Australia. That's 26 locations worldwide. So wherever you're travelling to play golf, choose the easy option and hire your clubs at clubstohire.com Mr Kelly on with the pro news
1: please also the amateur news. Yeah. Um, Ireland had to settle for second at the Home Internationals as England beat them on the final day to, to deny the reigning champions a five in a row uh, a mention from Mazarin's chair McLarnon, who finished with a 100% record in the Home Internationals with 6 out of 6
0: Ireland finished tied 10th at the Eisenhower Trophy down at Carton House the event was won by Denmark and in the ladies version of the World Amateur Team Championships Ireland finished 11th with the USA walking away with the Esprit de Trophy. and the Inter
1: were won by Munster who beat Leinster on the final day to collect the title for the first time since
0: 2014 that's it uh, congrats to Lisburn Golf Club who beat Hollywood, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, beat Hollywood in the final of the Fred Dilly Trophy and to Royal Portrush who, def- who collected the Fred Dilly Plate and Clancy Boy won the Barton Shield beating Lurgan in the
1: final at Beaver Park they will go forward to the Old Ireland Cups and Shields which will take place at
0: Turles Golf Club and that's from October the 4th to the 7th and Ireland finished 12th at the World Junior Girls Championship in Canada the team of Annabelle Wilson Lauren Walsh and Sarah Byrne finished on plus seventeen and so that is it for episode 54 don't forget we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on instagram do get in touch
1: yeah talking about twitter gordon mccadden who follows us on the OWL na golf podcast yes. account. he got in touch via. For- <laughs> Twitter asking us to support a bid to get the self styled guardians of the Ryder Cup barred from the first date at the
0: Ryder Cup. See, season. I didn't know who what were this was. <laughs> but then whenever you explained who's who they are, yeah, yeah. uh suddenly it all makes sense. Yes, they're the guys for people who don't know, I'm sure you
1: do, if you look at the Ryder Cup, front and centre there'll be about eight or nine of them. They've got sort of dungarees on, the polka dot tops, and they're the guys that come up with all these weird chants about Olsen and McElroy and it's not spontaneous they've obviously spent hours sitting in a pub somewhere doing it
0: Now is Gordon just jealous that he's not there doing that? <sighs> I don't know, I think Gordon is of the grumpy school of
1: thought which thinks enough lads, we've heard it all too much thank you very much, you've had your 10
0: minutes of he, al- he also, I think it's the, it's the fact that Sky Golf tend to focus on these boys <laughs> a lot, do. Do. Do you they know? do give so, them an awful lot of yes. coverage,
1: and it, it probably has, I would be of the opinion that yes, we've had enough, thank you very much so you want to start the I campaign w- to I get them to out get them. it's a bit like, do you imagine, I wonder what it's like do you know the way if you're watching a football match, or if you're in a stand at a football rugby game, and some agent has a drum to Item. Oh, I would say after. That's what that's like. I would say after 10 minutes of these boys, you're like, can I move?
0: Okay, on that basis, yes, (laughs) I support the campaign. (laughs) However, I will go fully uh, along with this. If. They can also ban and uh, anybody who shouts Bubba Booey," anybody who shouts get in the hole, anyone who shouts USA, USA, USA. USA it's out. Empty. Out, right. Out. We need some French farmers with cal- electric cattle prods <laughs> and right, so that would be interesting. Would be golf um so that's it from us for episode fifty four. Thank you for listening. does say get in touch on Twitter. Uh anything you want to have a chat about uh, at NIGolf Podcast. And on Facebook, on, as on well. Facebook and on Instagram. And um, our next podcast will be post-Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup and pre-challenge at Moman. At Conqueror Wood, yeah. Uh, so have a good fortnight, everybody. It's this uh, this is coming to the end of the qualifying competitions as well. It'll be Winter League soon. God, <laughs> hard to imagine, isn't that? Storm Alley tomorrow as we're recording yes, and Winter League then. Winter League starting off in about a week. Especially when the storms arrive. Uh, so we shall see you next time. Right, don't touch me. <laughs> see woo shaking head head. Shaking that ass, Shakin'
2: that ass.
0: See woo, shaking that ass, shaking that ass, Shakin' that ass. I see you, baby. See woo, shaking that ass. See woo, shaking that
2: ass. See woo, shaking that ass. All right, don't touch me. <laughs>